0: Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, the 26th day of October 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. And in a world where we decide to avoid usual, interesting and really, you know, hot topics and real news on this show, it's hard to avoid what happened yesterday in and around our neighborhood and our city here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, I'm sure by now everybody has heard the situation that happened at Boise Town Square Mall. And it is hard, man. I mean, it's one of those deals where you hear everybody talking about things like, you know, this kind of stuff doesn't happen in Boise and and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the other part of it is, you know, we could wax poetic about all the stuff that's going on. But the truth is, the details aren't really out. And we're not sure if we're ever really going to know the whole story. And the the whole point of things are you feel sorry for the people involved. You feel thankful for those that were able to get out unharmed. And you feel super thankful for those that stepped up in a time of serious uncertainty and ushered people into back rooms and stores and helped people and families get to places of safety when they didn't know what was going on. And of course, the police officers that showed up and arrived on the scene. It's it's an incredible and awful, awful story. And it's one of those deals where I'm sure you're tired of it. I'm tired of hearing about stuff like this. But, you know, it goes into the fact that we don't do anything about it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm talking about, you want to you make this a mental health discussion? I'm fine with that. But, like, we got to start talking about actually doing something about this stuff. Otherwise, these things are going to continue to happen in our community and other communities. Because we talk a good game. But, man, we have the attention deficit disorder of, you know, a little puppy. We're not, we're not, we are on to the next. And so, you know, basically... Enamored with flashing lights and all sorts of stuff, it just takes our eyes off the real problem, which could be mental health discussion. And that's the kind of stuff that that is always brought up in a situation like this, but nothing is ever done about it. And that's what, to me, is the most frustrating thing. Well, and and helplessness that it
1: continues to happen. uh, And of course. You know, now we'll see uh, what that's like in a community where it's happened because you know so far it's been far away, but now it's close, and and we'll just have to see how that falls out and and what we can do to help those who have been affected by this, and just you know to try to move <clears throat> move on and uh, yeah, you're right, come up with some solutions, but that's easier said than done. Of
0: course, of course, it always is, uh, but it's it's one of those deals where. You know, we're going to try to give you the information that maybe you crave and the facts that we know them as they are presented. But the truth of the matter is, there's not a whole lot out there. There's a lot of witness to descriptions. There's a lot of, you know, situations. And then there's also a lot of misinformation. Like, I mean, half of the story yesterday were police and people talking about posts that went viral that contain absolutely zero truth to it and how those things can actually, you know, roll on to other things. This is how, you know, the story of there being multiple shooters when, in fact, there was only one. And so that's the kind of stuff that goes into it. You have a story on social media about, you know, two guys with masks. Next thing you know, there's thousands of people sharing that story and none of it's true. Uh, why those stories begin why those stories want to do things and then you know we all want to cessationalize and and be part of it for some reason or another and we just end up adding to that misinformation it just goes to show you and hopefully maybe we can learn from that as well that sometimes it's more important to be right than it is to be first does that make sense yeah, but I mean,
1: when you've got, here's the thing, it's that it's one way to look at it, but, you know, from a news organization standpoint, but when it's people that are, you know, putting this forward on social media and then it's shared as if it's the honest to goodness facts, there's no way to stop that from an individual to, to begin that. No, no, you know?
0: you're, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I mean, I think maybe if we all kind of take pause. And look internally into that kind of stuff? You
1: know, I read that thing, and I I, I sent a screenshot from my family, and I'm like, why are you even looking at this? This is ridiculous right away at the very beginning, especially right after the Boise Police Department had a a press conference Mm -hmm. and explained the situation. That's when a lot of it started to pop up that I saw, and I'm like listen, this isn't from an actual news source. Right, right. That's n- the problem. Right. Is it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll take this as news when it's from a news source
0: and not from some post on Facebook. Right, and, and the post itself is like, I don't even know this is true, but yet it didn't stop it from yeah. being spread as fact and it going viral and all that kind of stuff. But listen, that's that's the, the most minor of the problems that we're dealing with and what happened in the, in the first 24 hours. But our stance on situations like this remains the same we are not going to talk about the names of the people involved that's just not the way we roll and do our thing because sometimes you don't know what's going on it could be for attention it could be for infamy it could be for whatever reason but we're not going to play that game around here we're going to try to give you as many facts as we can and help out the people as much as we can because this is in our backyard man and uh, we care about stuff like this when it happens and we want to make sure the people that are involved in a traumatic incident like this have every single You know, resource they need to make sure they have what it takes to get through a situation like this. And a lot of people have been through things that uh, none of us can even think about or even want to imagine or want to be through. And so it's an incredibly traumatic time for people that are dealing with this stuff. And if you don't look at this with some sort of empathy for those that are involved, I'm not sure how you get through the day. But the other side of it is what you do to prevent it. I mean, it is a whole nother conversation that a lot of people uh, that are much smarter than me haven't been able to figure out yet. So I can't sit here and lay down some solutions for you or some reasons for you or some whys for you or some hows for you even. I can just tell you that what happened yesterday was traumatic, it was awful, it sucks. It happened in our backyard. And we got to make sure the people that were involved in what happened yesterday. And I'm talking about the people that were just at the mall trying to go shopping with their kids or spending some time realize the know that we are there for them and can help them through this incident because they didn't do anything except for go to the mall yesterday. And that's not how that's supposed to play out. So we'll have some details about what happened yesterday over the course of the show today. We're also going to try to have some sort of normalcy on the program, which means we were going to try to give away some cash over the course of the program today. We are going to try to have a little bit of fun and some information your way, but just know that our hearts are heavy just like yours are, and we're going to try to figure this out together to the best of our ability, which, Big J, if we're being honest, isn't very much. We don't have a lot of abilities. That's right. But we're going to try. We're going to kick things off with some Soundgarden. This is Spoonman here on the x rocks
1: the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: I have come to realize over the last couple of days, I rely on Amazon for a lot. Like, a lot of stuff. And I realize that because yeah, we I have I over the last two weeks I've had more issues with packages getting to me than I've ever had. Like, uh, it takes longer than they say it's going to take, and then I've had at least two packages in the last week and a half where they just they're gone. They don't know what happens to them. I get a really? notification that says, uh, "Hey, man, your stuff's running late." And then, uh, and then they're like, "Hey, if you don't get it in the next two days, you can ask for a refund." And then two days come and go, and then I'm like, hey, is this coming? Because, like, if you click tracking, it just says, like, uh, lost in transit or something like that. And then I'm like, okay, so is my package never going to get here? Is it lost in the ether or what? And then I request a refund, and then in in one case, the package came anyway, but it looked like it'd been through, like, some sort of portal. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, the package is all dented and and broken up to hell, and I was like, oh, my God, tell me the story of you. But uh, in other cases, it just never shows up. So they can't figure out how to get me some packages, but I'll be damned if Jeff Bezos can't figure out how to get you into space and stay there for a while. They are putting together Blue Origin, Big J, which is a new commercial space station for tourism. It'll host a couple of science experiments. Sure, possibly some manufacturing, maybe. But the Orbital Reef, it will be called, is around the same size as an International Space Station, and will be able to accommodate 10 people. Now, there's a lot of things they have to get to before they actually, you know, say, hey, welcome to space, bro. But there is a possibility of getting, you know, just randos up in space for how long? They don't know. But would you be interested in vacationing in space? No. But you want to go to space, I thought we've talked no, about before. I, Not interested in I that? I don't have any interest
1: in going to space. Okay. All right. So I don't want to prevent other people from going to space.
0: Good on you. <laughs> you don't want a space ban? But you would like people to go there. You're just not one of them.
1: But again, that's me in a nutshell.
0: Little Big Jane never wanted to be an astronaut? No. Had no interest in the great unknown?
1: Had no interest in
0: it. Just wanted to drive trucks, huh? I watched Aliens. I'm a part of that. Well, I'm not sure that's how this story ends, but uh, that'd be something, wouldn't it? You want to talk about things going sour? It is to me. Uh, so uh, no idea when that's going to happen. Just know that at least tourism in space could be a thing fairly soon. Uh, another unwatchable game last night on your television for Monday Night Football. Saints beat the Seattle Seahawks 13-10. to uh, That was not an easy game to watch. I think a lot of it was weather-related. But, I mean, like, no offense could move the ball. It was just hard to watch. I'll put it that way. Uh, the quarterbacks were missing everything, uh, and the Seahawks had a chance to win, but just couldn't get it done. It was it was ugly. World Series begins tonight. Braves and Astros game one is in Houston. You can check it out on Fox if you would like to watch yourself some baseball action. And apparently, some people have some money. Are you still? Is the wife still in the sneaker game? Uh, not
1: as much lately. What happened? I you know I just I don't think you know we. The effort that you have to put forward to get those lotteries is so much.
0: We're talking about sneaker heads, people that, you know, the limited edition sneakers, people go through a whole bunch of stuff in order to get them special lottery draws, all sorts of stuff, so that they can basically turn around and sell them for profit, right? Yeah. And so you have to have some patience, you have to have some free time, and you have to have some money. If you want to get in the sneaker game and somebody had all three because they threw down 1.47 million for a pair of Michael Jordan game worn sneakers from his rookie season at an auction in Vegas. Now, that is the record for the most expensive game worn footwear ever. And so people have to have a whole lot of money. And, you know, I see I have a lot of people that are actually sneaker heads that have like a whole collection. That's one thing that escapes me. I mean, I collect some weird things, so I can't speak about it, but none of those things involve... You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is what sneakers can get to sometimes. I mean, if you're paying, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers and you've got, you know, 10, 12 pairs, that's a lot of money, bro. A lot. On stuff that you're just going to throw in your closet. But hey, listen, whatever makes you happy. Agree or disagree? Agreed. And somebody spent one point four seven million to make themselves very happy, I guess. A Jordan fan, I'm sure. (laughs) Streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, Big J, Boo. Ah! Welcome to a Halloween version of Streaming Dumbass here on The Morning After. Every single Tuesday, we try to find three movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life, and we strip away the stars, we strip away the studio that brought you stuff, we strip away the director of, and we're left with just something called a brief plot description, and I've never been more confident that Big J hasn't encountered these three movies before, but... We'll see if they're any good. That's the catch, because they're all horror movies, a genre that Big J usually doesn't encounter very much, unless, of course, he accidentally picks one for streaming dumbass. Outside of that, these should be pretty foreign to you, but just know they all have a horror tinge to them, Big J. Are you prepared? I'm ready. Movie number one. As the world searches for a cure to a devastating disease, a scientist and a park scout venture deep into the woods. As night falls, the journey becomes a terrifying voyage through the heart of darkness as the forest comes to life around them. Jesus. Movie number two. A woman invites first Thanksgiving reenactors to her family's Thanksgiving celebration in an effort to reward them for their performance and help them bond with one another. But things turn deadly when the actors refuse to break character. And movie number three. See, Captain David is looking for a way to guarantee a better life for his family and buys a ship because he believes it'll give them prosperity. But once they set sail, they discover the ship holds terrifying secrets. Oh, no. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three?
1: Uh, Let's go with movie number one. Movie number one it is. I
0: cannot believe... I'm very disappointed. I really wanted you to pick movie number two. Why didn't you just tell me that? Uh, Because it's not my call. It is your call. You passed on movie number two. That was called Pilgrim. Uh, It stars Peter Gillis, and it also stars Courtney Henlinger. It, as far as I know, is the only horror Thanksgiving movie that exists. But unfortunately, you won't be seeing that one. You're right. You also passed on movie number three. That was called Mary. That had the star power. It stars Gary Oldman and Emily Mortimer. Uh, but you will be watching movie number one, which is a Hulu original called In the Earth, starring Joel Fry and Hayley Squires. So that is the horror movie you will be enjoying in honor of Halloween, In the Earth. It is Great. on Hulu if you want to stream it and play the home game. Big J will give you a review of how that movie is about in the tw- earth. 24 hours from now.
1: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Well, you don't need us to tell you about the unthinkable happened around these parts. Yesterday, we had an active shooter situation at the Boise Town Square Mall. All the details still have yet to be released, but we do have at least a list of some of the facts that happened uh, yesterday. It happened a little bit after 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, officers initially responded to a report of an active shooter at the Boise Town Square Mall on North Milwaukee. Uh, Then the Boise Police Department tweeted out that there were some injuries involved and the suspect was in custody around 2.25. Uh, Then officers began clearing the mall officially, taking their time, making sure there was no other suspects or situations going on in the mall. That happened around 2.40. Uh, Police then confirmed around 3 o'clock or so that there were six injuries In the actual shooting, including the suspect and the police officer that encountered the suspect. Uh, Then we had reports of a couple of fatalities at the 430 press conference in the Boise Police Department, as well as Mayor McLean. Uh, Unfortunately, two people have passed away because of the incident. And there was lots of other issues that were involved and some injuries as well. Then the witnesses started to roll in. And then, of course, uh, we got reports, at least the good news was the officer involved in the shooting was released from the hospital. The suspect remains in the hospital in critical condition. But so far, those are the only status updates we have health-wise from those involved in the shooting that were at least taken for medical care. Uh, They finally reopened Milwaukee Road around 830 last night. And that's kind of been where we are. We're still waiting for details. No names have been released. Everything you hear from that point is hearsay and not officially backed up, at least not just yet anyway. But, of course, details will be coming out more often as we go. And then you go to, okay, what can you say in a situation like this? What, you know, hot take can you give us that you haven't heard a million times already other than the fact that, man, I wish we haven't had to hear this for a million times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really hard in a situation like this to give you some sort of levity or anything, but just let you know that, hey, listen, man, this is awful, it's terrible, it's traumatic, and hopefully those people that were at the mall yesterday and had to run for safety because of what was going on are going to be able to make this through mentally okay because that is a traumatic experience that nobody should have to go through. But again, what should not be lost in this situation is the acts of A lot of the employees at the mall yesterday who helped escort people that were just in the mall to safety back in storage rooms somewhere where they would be at least considered safe and not out in the open and able to have some additional issues that were involved in the situation yesterday. So to those that were in that situation and thought on their feet and did everything they could to protect those around them, uh, amazing job kudos to you thank you for acting on your feet and being diligent of those people around you that you know were in a crazy situation just like you were but you were able to help them to safety and at least make sure they were okay until police could clear them all which is really really awesome so you hate to have people have to step up in a situation like this but it is really good that we have those people to do so absolutely so we will give you some more information as it becomes available but that's all we got right now that is hard factual and true so the rest of it is all up in the air currently World Series begins tonight. Astros Braves underway game one in Houston. Uh, Braves are looking for their first World Series win in 22 years, while the Astros are in it for the third time in five years, including when they won it back in 2017. Jets have quarterback issues. Zach Wilson out at least three to four weeks, uh, and so they went ahead and traded for Joe Flacco. Is that going to be the answer to their prayers? Yes. All right, we'll see. Uh, Joe Flacco did have a chance to play when, for the Jets. When, when
1: has he been the answer to prayers? It's, it's been, been a long Baltimore. time.
0: Yeah, was the last time that happened. Uh, got some COVID issues in the NFL. Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears tested positive for COVID. Uh, Nagy says he feels pretty good, but of course he can't do anything with his team until he tests negative twice packers have some issues as well their defensive coordinator joe perry tested positive and then Devontae adams has been put on the COVID reserve list which is not sure whether he's tested positive or had close contact with joe perry which would joe barry i should say which should uh put him in protocol as well uh so he is up in the air for thursday night's game against arizona so that is not good uh but hopefully everybody's gonna make that out okay as well Maybe an ep on the horizon but uh since reuniting guns and roses members slash duff mckagan and axel rose haven't even begun to write music for their next album at least according to billboard magazine slash says this quote as far as guns is concerned we haven't even gotten to that point of really sitting down and writing we've been doing a lot of material that's been sitting around for a while but the whole focused endeavor is unto itself, so he's talking about the spaghetti incident, and that was the last time that Slash and the members of Guns N' Roses released any material. Of course, Hard School is a new song that you're hearing here on the X. That's part of a four-track EP that is due out February 25th. Now, that is an old song that the band did get into the studio and rework. So that was the first time in 28 years that the band had put some new music together, but they're not ready for a new album yet. And judging by the fact that Slash just released a new tour yesterday that includes a bunch of dates, I'm going to say it's going to be a while before we get anything g related. Yeah. Uh, and depending on how you think about that song, Hard School, that could be good news or bad news. It's entirely up to you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <coughs> The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X Rocks. Oh, we sure would like to give away some money this morning. Uh, That is a thing. Welcome to the X Rock Double Dare. It is somebody's chance to win up to 200 American dollars on the big show by answering some trivia questions and gambling a little bit on themselves. In this particular case, it will be Jason gambling on himself. Hey, Jason, good morning, man. How you doing, brother? Good, how are you guys? We're hanging in there, man. We are hanging in there. Thanks for uh, being a part of the show and trying to win yourself some money. Big J, remind Jason of the category, please. Johnson's not named The Rock. So uh, basically, today's questions are going to be about or contain answers from uh, the last name Johnson that isn't about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. How confident do you feel in this particular category out the gate, Jason? Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. Not too nah. Outside of the rock Not too comfortable But we'll see Alright <laughs> <You laughs> man You might surprise yourself We want you to win some money So let's start with The $50 question Good luck
1: This Johnson right. <clears throat> This Johnson Is the lead singer Of a little rock band Called AC/DC. Uh
0: Shoot Let's see I know it's not The lead singer Huh Well unfortunately It is it's the lead singer It
1: is the lead singer Oh, okay. Shoot. Right off the bat, well,
0: <laughs> You could do this, Australian. Jason. I know that. Yep, they're Australian. Brian Johnson. Brian, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Right. Johnson. So, you have $50. That is yours Please. to keep. Or you can walk away, or you could go double or nothing for $100. But I warn you, the questions will get harder from this point forward. And Big J thinks this hundred dollar question is exceptionally difficult, so there's that too.
1: (laughs) Well, the first one was exceptionally (laughs) difficult for me. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna—I'll take fifty bucks, man. Okay, man. Hey,
0: listen, man. Fifty bucks is nothing to sneeze at. Coward! Stop it. Uh, Congratulations, (laughs) Jason. You got yourself fifty bucks. Why don't we try the hundred dollar question just for giggles? Okay. All right, let's do it. Jake Johnson is an American actor, probably most famous for playing Nick
1: Miller on this Zoe Dashnell sitcom on Fox. Oh yes, uh, see, I used to watch that too. Uh, uh, I see. I don't even could not even tell you. Well,
0: then you made the right call there, Brian. Congrats to me, Jason. Congratulations, you got yourself fifty bucks. Please hang on. The answer was Big J, New Girl. Right, New Girl, starring Zoe Chastain and Jake Johnson. Congratulations there, that category is going to continue, so I recommend you I guess uh, brush up on your Johnson knowledge, if you will, as that's going to happen throughout the day. 12.30 with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam. But we'd like you to win some money. Just Google Famous
1: Johnsons. See how that goes with you. There's not a whole hell of a lot out there. Who knows? I'll bring
0: up in your search history. Yep, you never know, and you might end up on some list as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell next on the X Rocks. Point three,
1: the X Rocks.
0: Big J, I hope you're a little bit like me, whereas you are thankful and you go to bed every night thanking you for where we live and the fact that we have a little something called Western medicine, as you and I have both used it on a fairly consistent basis. Yeah, Western medicine. I mean, uh, because when you don't have that thing, boy, howdy, stuff can go sideways and quick. As we go to India for today's We're Going to Hell story, and we're going to find a story of a 14-year-old kid. And this unnamed 14-year-old boy had a pretty bad habit, Big J, and that was eating dirt. Never a good Ooh. thing. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of medical reasons for kids to eat dirt. Uh, in, in some countries, they do that because they, they think it's a cure for food poisoning, and in some ways it can be. In other places, there are actual conditions which cause kids to eat things that they're not supposed to eat, dirt among them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if that happens here in the United States, we end up going to the doctor and going, hey, my kid won't stop eating dirt, what can we do? And they start figuring out a plan of attack. Whereas in India, if you don't have Western medicine or it's not readily available to you, you go, Big J, to the nearest holistic medical expert near your village. Similar to a witch doctor. And that is where things can get weird. Because whereas a doctor here may, you know, look at the problem logically and figure out a course of action and try several different things it may not always get it right the first time, but eventually you're going to find a course of action that hopefully is going to figure things out. Over there, when you're dealing with holistic medicine, the medical quote expert had an unorthodox remedy for the child to cure his habit of consuming soil. Uh, First of all, he said that it was pretty clear that the child was possessed by a ghost, so that's the first problem, right? You, you, have have to help, depression. you have to help exercise the ghost that is making your child eat soil. And there's only one way to do that. That is to eat a bunch of toothbrushes and nails. And so that's what the holistic medical expert suggested. Eat a bunch of nails and toothbrushes and your kid will be better. <laughs> so the family goes, cool, all right, let's shove some uh, some toothbrushes and nails down this kid's gullet and, and figure things out. Uh, you're not going to guess what happened next. It didn't work. Yeah, kid's got some stomach aches. Mommy, my my tummy hurts. Owie. Well, that's weird. So uh, the kid, you know, was really, really in pain. So they went to the doctor. And sure enough, Big J, the doctors had to figure out why there was a whole bunch of dental equipment in their son and a nail and then go in there and surgically remove it from this poor kid's abdomen. Uh, The good news is they were able to get everything out. Uh, it was a long operation, but they were able to extract the toothbrushes and the also the nail that happened to be in this poor kid's stomach. And they're hoping the child will make a full recovery. But... Now we have to deal with this whole thing of like, hey, listen, why did this happen in the first place? And, you know, maybe you shouldn't go to the holistic medicine specialist, especially if he's recommending that his first move is you have a ghost inside you. That ghost needs toothbrushes to be happy. This should set off alarms in your head. But again, if that's all you know, and you've been dealing with holistic medicine your whole life, I imagine there's some sort of trust there or at least there's a given trust it's like doctors here you know yeah when you go into the doctor's office you have to have at least a little bit of trust involved in what they're saying to you and how they're going to treat you otherwise what's the point but i think i I would like to believe that as much as i have some trust in my doctor if he were to honest to goodness sit me down and go nick and i know you've gotten some problems but the only way to fix this is for you to eat six toothbrushes there would be a little bell that goes off in my head and goes you know what that's not a good idea doc i mean i respect you i know you've got more schooling than me but that doesn't seem like it's going to help me very much but not everybody has that alarm i guess right great and they just do as they're told when it comes to holistic medicine and doctors in general so i guess use logic but also understand that toothbrushes aren't also this is the 1st time hearing that toothbrushes can cure ghosts did you know that
1: yeah, I don't know. And I've never heard of ghost possessing something before.
0: That's the first. That's before. more demons in opinion? Yes. Oh, yeah, gotcha. absolutely. Gotcha. Demon possession, you're all in on. Ghost possession, not so yeah, much. Yeah,
1: and toothbrushes are a popular way to exercise demons.
0: To be fair, they did possess somebody. Ghosts did possess people in, in Beetlejuice. But does that not count as factual evidence for you?
1: That does not count, no.
0: Or are you thinking that Alec Baldwin and Gene Davis are demons?
1: No, they were regular people. Wonderful.
0: We all agree. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the way, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. <coughs> important
1: stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big
0: J. Pop quiz, Big J. What do you think is the most dangerous thing about Halloween? Uh overeating candy. Nope. Not anywhere close. I mean, like, literally dangerous. Uh, wearing a mask. And running around on the street. Now you're close. That is second. Getting hit by a car. The most dangerous thing on Halloween, carving a pumpkin, Big Holy damn. Every year in the United States of America, about 2,700 people are hurt in some way, shape, or form on Halloween or doing Halloween-related activities. Chopping off their fingers by accident. 44% of those injuries, that's an overwhelming majority, are from people that are wielding knives and carving pumpkins and end up hurting themselves in some way, shape, or form you remember uh, back in the day you did a story about how people cut themselves just slicing bagels? I mean, uh, imagine uh, what it's like when you take those special pumpkin carving knives and you push too hard or whatever the case may be and stab yourself or whatever could happen using a particular instrument. But a bunch of us get hurt carving pumpkins. Now, number two are accidents involving costumes of some kind, either yeah, running around in the dark while trick-or-treating and end up getting tagged by somebody or whatever the case may be. Uh, But... We are trying to bring down the amount of injuries courtesy of Halloween. But uh, Dr. Craig Phillips is an orthopedic hand surgeon. He says, hey, hey, hey. It's my busy time of year, guys. But uh, I certainly don't want to be doing a whole bunch of hand surgeries because you've accidentally, you know, cut open a vein on your your hand while you were c- cutting open a pumpkin. So when carving pumpkins, be sure to use carving knives or knives specially designed for the task and carve in a clean, dry and welded area. Uh, never carve in your wet, dark basement, Big J. I've been saying this for years. Nobody listens to me. But finally, yeah. maybe it'll break through. Maybe. Last time you carved a pumpkin, Big Jay, go. Oh, uh, a couple years ago. Back when the kids were kids? Yeah. Uh, has it, You don't do it for fun around the house? No. That hasn't been something that you you wanted to we, embrace we, Halloween more this year?
1: Yeah, we have pumpkins adorning our front entryway, but we haven't carved
0: them. Oh, they're just whole pumpkins, kind of yeah, like a, fault, yeah. a a motif, if you will? Yes. Outside the front of the Big J house? Did you replace the gigantic Halloween decoration that was returned? No, All right. that never happened. You just decided to keep the money instead. New Orleans Saints beat the Seattle Seahawks 13 to 10 on Monday night football last night. Uh, did you care, Big J?
1: Yes, I cared greatly. I I had uh, important things happening for fantasy football
0: in that game. Were you worried because DK Metcalf had a long touchdown early on?
1: Yes. Yes, it
0: made it very touch and go for the entire rest of the game. Uh, Luckily, uh, that didn't happen. That's really all that they could do in that game, really. is what it boiled down to. And you always like to see the Seahawks lose, so that's a good thing. I mean, it was a double entendre of great. Uh, I'm not sure that's proper use of the term, but okay. You're right, it isn't. World Series between the Braves and the Astros get underway tonight, Game 1-1 in houston braves are in the world series for the first time in 22 years astros uh third time in five years including winning the championship in 2017 when they cheated their way to a title do we get a big j world series prediction yeah man who's gonna win it braves okay uh do you want to say in how many games games? all right braves in six we'll see what happens that's the big j prediction for the world series put your money on it (laughs) no don't do that not in idaho of course that's illegal yeah uh, the name Nandi Bushell, you remember her, right, Big J? Oh, uh, yes, of course. The amazing young drummer that is doing everything she can, at least, to bring the world of rock to a new generation, has a pretty cool thing out. Hopefully you've seen it. Uh, she is just filmed in a Car- Cartoon Network ad called redraw your world where she is drumming her way around an animated city and the song she put together called draw sticks it's really cool it's really fun it's animated it's nice maybe we'll throw it up on the morning after facebook page if you didn't get a chance to see it but it is always nice when you can see you know a young kid that is really good at what she does and bringing the world of rock to others because listen uh the rock needs another person in a younger generation to carry that torch big j and it looks like Nandy's doing her job so uh, not only that, but she looks like she's having fun. I always think when I watch her videos, like, man, I don't, I can't remember the last time I had that much fun. But she just looks like she's having a oh, blast yeah. in everything that she does. So good stuff. Check it out for yourself. It's called Redraw Your World. And she is getting paid from the Cartoon Network to do exactly that. <laughs>
1: on, on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Next Thursday, friends, <laughs> at the Rev Center, a huge show. Hailstorm, Rival Sons, and Ida May. It's not one to miss. We will hook you up with these tickets if you beat me, or I should say, when you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown.
0: 208 287 1003, the number you need to call if you want to play Pop Culture Smackdown. That is the game you have to defeat Big J at. He went on a good run yesterday. I get the feeling he's going to go on a run today, but that's run in, not up run to in, me. Run in, run in. That's up to Big J. Rare Black Eyed Peas reference on the show. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? It's Matt. All right, Matt, you're up first. Matt, released in 1995, who played the part of James Bond in the 17th Bond film Golden Eye? Chris Right. ba da ba that's correct. Big Jay. Good job. Known for his roles in 300 and P.S. I Love You, among others, where was Gerard Butler born? Uh. Specifically, the country? Scotland. That is correct. Right. Back to you, Matt, played by Bruce Willis. What is the occupation of Corbin Dallas in the movie The Fifth Element? What does he do for a job? Oh, man. Before he and Lulu are sent a, that's are that's sent on, a, question. on an intergalactic that's, adventure. It's a great movie. It is a great movie, um, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. Multipass, Matt. Um, multipass. Gosh. I bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Wrong. Incorrect solid guess though. A little bit more common joke. Hello the X. Hello. Hey, uh in the play by Bruce Willis, what is the occupation of Corbin Dallas in the movie The Fifth Element? Taxi driver. Yeah. Right. He drives a taxi. What's your name, man? Dustin. Dustin, you're taking on Big J. In the movie The Karate Kid, Big J, what does Mr. Miyagi give to Daniel for his birthday? He gives him a car. That is correct. Right! Dustin, back to you. Uh, which, uh, Which actor is featured in all of the following films? Twins, The Lorax, and Throw Mama from the Train. Danny DeVito? Correct! Right! Big J, what is the name of the character portrayed by Joe Pesci in the Lethal Weapon movies? Uh, Leo gets right. I wanted you to run the table and you ran the table today, Big J. You needed a confidence boost. Leo gets what he gets. Congratulations, Dustin. You were on the phone when Big J answered all the questions right. You got those Hailstorm tickets coming your way. Way to go, buddy. Hang on just one second. We'll make sure you're good to go.
1: And I knew all their answers. Look at you. So
0: how does that feel? It feels like I should also win tickets. Uh, Well, you can get them anytime you want to. So let me know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture SmackDown. It's better to win them. Headlines are next to the X rock Everything you need to know. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by another half price Friday. This Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. You can run on there and grab a $50 gift certificate to the local great place here in the treasure valley for 25 bucks there's a limited number of those certificates and they're only there while they last so my advice to you is they usually always go quick hit up xrock.com right at nine o'clock grab that half price friday deal asap so that you can walk away with a pretty good deal headlines are as follows big J, time to find a real job come on dude and dream gig question mark time to find a real job are you a wizard big J? No, I'm a warlock. Well, uh, then you're in trouble, just like this guy. But the city of Christchurch, New Zealand, in an effort to move ahead and save some money, has fired its official wizard. Yes, a man named Ian Brackenberry has served as the city wizard since 1998 and has made about $11,000 a year for the gig. He was hired to promote the city through acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services. What does that mean? I don't know. But he had become known around town for performing wizardry in public areas for decades. Again, what that means, not to find. City Council explained that it no longer wanted to use a wizard to promote the city's image, so they terminated their contract with him. He says that even though he's not getting paid by the city, that isn't going to stop him from doing wizardry at the Art Center for Tourists so you can still stop by and see a wizard do his thing. What do you think that means?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like creepiness is afoot.
0: Yeah, I mean, now listen, if he's just like, you know, a magician and he does like sleight of hand stuff, uh, then that's all fine. But I mean, if he's like, like you know, doing some Harry Potter bleep, then that's a whole other situation altogether. Hufflepuff. Yeah, exactly. And has a little wand, I'm sure. I'm sure he wears like a little get up, I'm guessing, you know, like a wizard outfit, like Merlin style. And maybe it's a good thing. Hopefully preceded by this. <laughs> You need the wizard laugh, you're right. Come on, dude, or dream gig, question mark? Uh, Dream gig. Give me your knee-jerk reaction on Kraft macaroni and cheese. Are you a fan or not? Fan. Beautiful. Then uh, let me introduce you to an exclusive club. That will give you instant mac and cheese lovers an advanced look and taste in some of the flavors they are showcasing. Oh, the company has announced they want to develop a flavor boost line, which is set to hit retail shelves in 2022 with some limited edition flavors, including Buffalo mac and cheese. Interested? It's a natural choice. Yeah. Pizza mac and cheese. Interested? Not really. Ranch mac and cheese. Interested? Yeah. Gross. Craft fans who sign up at Craft Lovers Club will get to try the new line ahead of the general public. You can register at for a Flavors Club account on craftflavors.com. Ooh, enjoy the club! Where you are assigned release dates for each flavor, and then they will uh, actually put together a flavor boost line of people, which they will pay to write opinions on their new flavors and also test other flavors as they become available. So get ready. I don't think I've ever had a flavored mac and cheese before. I mean, you can you can fix it up yourself
1: so that's what i love about craft mac and cheese you can just do so much to it
0: right i mean i've had like bacon and different cheeses and stuff in it but i don't think i've ever added like any kind of flavors to make it like but i imagine maybe you put like sriracha on it or something like that have you done sure that? yeah okay. sriracha hot sauce i mean those
1: sort of things
0: but nothing like pizza or ranch before right no okay yeah
1: but i like the idea of that All right. Well, then- it's not like you have to make ranch. It's, you, you like ranch Dorito chips, yes? Yeah, but I don't think Cool Ranch
0: Doritos taste like ranch dressing. Well, I... You agree or disagree there? I disagree. You I, think it does? Yeah. I haven't found anybody outside of you that says that tastes just like ranch dressing. Have you asked everybody? Uh, I, Almost everybody I talk to. That's the first thing we talk about. <laughs> it's <the> stupidest conversation <laughs> starter ever. Wrap it up with, come on, dude. Now, listen, I I have this policy, and I'm sure you do as well, Big J. If I don't recognize your number, I'm not answering my phone, right? Correct. That's not happening. I mean, nine times out of ten, it'll say scam likely anyway or, you know, bad call. You know how many people are trying to get to me? Maybe you don't get it. But I'm not answering my phone. But this is different. Uh, We have a story about a hiker who was lost on Colorado's highest mountain for 24 hours, had no idea where he is. But he, uh, he, they, and search and rescue tried calling him repeatedly over 24 hours, and he refused to answer because it came from an unknown number. Listen, man, you deserve to be up on that mountain, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Why aren't you using the phone to help you figure out what you're doing? If you've got a signal, what is happening here? He's not lost. I don't know what's going on. Uh, here's what I do know. October 18th, some dude was on Mount Elbert. He was a hiker, he was lost. Their their progress was hindered when they failed to respond to multiple calls. So Lake County Search and Rescue posted a statement on Facebook saying after several attempts to contact the hiker, five team members had to be deployed around 10 o'clock at night. They failed to locate the hiker, returned to base around three o'clock in the morning. Second search team sent out in the morning and then reported that the the hiker had to return to their place of lodging. Hiker then told authorities that they had lost the trail around nightfall spent subsequent hours looking for him before it finally reached their car. He had no idea the search and rescue had been searching for him, but he was lost and finally found his way on his own back to the cabin. And they're like, why didn't you answer the phone? He's like, it was an unknown number. I'm not answering the phone. They're like, you're lost in the woods, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So they didn't use this as like a way to like a teaching moment and said, hey, listen, uh, remember that what seems like common sense in hindsight is something that you need to make sure you use when you're lost listen, and panicked we all
1: know that dude knocked down some one too many edibles and was out there wandering in the woods and had no idea what was going on
0: yeah exactly and then probably looked at his phone and was like what's that why is it ringing but
1: why listen, no phone communication
0: and just by dumb luck he happened to meander right back into his old place where he was but uh this could have gone really bad a uh, reminder to answer your phone if you don't know where you are so people can help you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. <coughs> Coheed and Cambria shoulders here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Merry Mother of Pete. It's time to recap the Morning After Fantasy Football League. Week number seven, Big J, How are Cobra Jays faring? The Cobra Jays. Well,
1: going into this, I was on a little bit of a winning streak. And uh, I was a concern, Nick, because uh, the majority of my starting lineup, minus a quarter, a uh, running back and a tight end out on either bye or injury. So I uh, had to do some duct taping, picked up Mac Jones, the quarterback for the New England Patriots, on the wire. And uh, I uh, threw in uh, some uh, of, uh, I guess, uh, just bits and pieces I've had here and there. And it turned out to be a, a decent enough move. Mac Jones got me actually 22 points. Leonard Fournette's been a stud. Uh, my running back, 17 points there, and uh, the rest was kind of rudimentary except for Travis Kelsey, who, uh, despite the struggles of the Kansas City Chiefs, at least gets me 13 and a half points. T. Higgins from uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, one of my wide receivers that had in flex position, got me 13 points, and the Colts defense picked it up. And luckily, uh, they had uh, quite a, a time there in San Francisco and had 11 points. Now, going up against uh, the Dead Will Tell, uh, he is on an uptick as well and uh, won a couple games, uh, struggled earlier in the season here. And he's got Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. So I, I think...
0: Uh, with this, Boy, did you get lucky.
1: I did. I got extremely lucky on the fact that uh, Mahomes was struggling and ended up leaving the game due to injury. Uh, he uh, had a poor performance from his running back, uh, Mark Ingram, uh, which is a backup, and then uh, Cordell Patterson. Has been doing really well. Got him 14 points. Uh, Debo Samuel, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, had a quite a game against the Colts with 21 points. And uh, uh, Courtney Stud or uh sutton the uh, wide receiver from Denver uh, got him 11 points. I uh, came down last night though to the to the final uh, game of Monday night with uh, DK Metcalf uh, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks and uh, the kicker there uh, Myers from Seattle and uh, I had about a 33 point lead and the opening sequence of the game last night kind of concerned me a little bit uh, because Metcalf got the majority of his 17 points there on that first drive and uh, his uh, ended up with just 7 points still coming down to the end of the game and his kicker got six points. Uh, missed a bunch of field goals, thankfully. Uh, so I was lucky to pull this very
0: close game out, winning 104 to 94. One of two teams in the entire league you would have beaten. You went up against this week, so that is a nice, but you know what? When you're going up against the bye week issues, that's all you need, man. Yeah. A little bit of luck, and that's what it takes. So I'll, congratulations we'll take it, man. Thank you' picking How about up your you? fourth win of the season. Well, I'm in a free fall is the best way to describe things. At one point, I was the only undefeated team in this league and now <laughs> I think I kicked that off or uh, no you were you because oh. uh, you beat me last week but uh, now I've lost three consecutive in a row I also had some bye week issues uh, I had uh, both of my starting running running backs out I had uh, my backup running back out I had two wide receivers out on a bye week and so I was patching things together as well but I was not necessarily confident but I thought I was in good shape Uh, I had A.J. Dillon on my bench for the Packers, who had been putting up basically anywhere from 8 to 10 points per week, which is okay serviceable for a backup running back, and so I thought I'd be okay putting him in. Of course, he got me negative points this week which is never a good thing Packers just refused to run the ball period at the end and so if you had Alex Jones or AJ Dillon like I did uh, whenever you have a running back getting negative points that's never good but Chris Godwin stepped up for me Derek Carr had actually a pretty good game at quarterback and I uh, picked up a couple people off the waiver wire uh, Corey Davis for the Jets has scored a touchdown got me 14 points I got 14 points at Nick Folk my kicker which is great Dallas Goddard was the right tight end to start he got me 12 points but uh, I needed a 40 burger out of Callaway last night for the. Saints in order to give me a win. I got six points. And so, congratulations to uh, to Tracy and T's Nuts, who ended up getting 24 points out of Aaron Rodgers. 21 points. Great performance out of her defense, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just owned the Bears. And then, of course, got a great point through a performance out of Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver for the Redskins, and excuse me, the Washington football team. So that's really all she needed, was that to beat me. She put up 133 points, one of the highest scores of the week, and I fall for the third straight time. Congratulations, Tracy, on improving to three and four I fall to four and three. High score of the week goes to Tenacious D once again. He is a formidable foe. Uh, another great win for him, Uh, but it was a back and forth there. It was a close one. Uh, Jim ended up putting up 141 and Wayne ended up putting up 139. Jekyll and my quarterbacks just couldn't quite get it done there at the end. Tom Brady, of course, a great performance. Cooper cup has been a godsend for tenacious D 37 point performance out of him. That helped him get to 141 points who, by the way, tenacious D zero points on his bench. Everybody had a buy for him as well. So he set that lineup really, really well. Uh, and if uh, Jekyll and my quarterback Wayne had a few more points out of, oh, I don't know, his flex position, Mooney for the Bears. Of course, the Bears defense couldn't do anything. He just started the wrong bear in his flex. If he would have put in Herbert, the running back, instead of Mooney, he would have picked up the victory. But uh, what can he do? 139 points, a two-point loss in fantasy is one that always sucks. Another two-point loss and uh, game between Discount Doublecheck and Wrong Side of Kamara. Some close games this week. Uh, congratulations to Discount Doublecheck, who also improved to 5-2, and two, tied for the best record in in the league. Courtney, who went to the Super Bowl for us last year, just can't quite get it done despite a great performance from Alvin Kamara last night. She needed two more points out of him in order to get it. Didn't get anything out of Tim Patrick or a locket last night for Seattle, which also hurt her big time and she could only put up 117 points. But Kyler Murray's performance 31 points out of Mike Evans and a great performance from the Patriots defense helped to give Discount Double Check his fifth win of the year. Every damn wrestling another high score 133 beating Good Twin to 133 to 82 this one wasn't nearly as close and she got negative points out of her defense the ravens in this one but a 34 point performance from jamar chase the rookie wide receiver for the Bengals, and joe burrow that tandem helped her immensely to put up 133 points only 82 because uh rough performance for uh, julio jones and a zero burger from uh, saint brown the wide receiver for the lions did not help good twin in her bye week performance and she had Uh, No really help on the bench either. So not much that Tanya could do to fall from three to three and four on the year. Melanie also uh, five and two. So we got a bunch of five and two teams this week. And then congratulations to three Peter Parker, the defending champion, Dell, picking up win number three. And it's all thanks to that last second Michael Pittman touchdown uh, that gave him this victory. Final score, 125 to 116, 23 performance from Mark Jackson. He started the uh, Johnson running back for the Browns on Thursday night. They ended up running, running all over the place, so good way wire pickup for him and of course Kyle Pitts uh, throwing up 163 yards never hurts either so 125 points for Dell no punt intended only put up 116 good performance out of Tua and out of James Conner and Uzuma the tight end for Cincinnati who had a really good performance as well but not enough for the victory who do you have in week number eight Big J uh, excuse me that's uh, a
1: great question
0: I will be going up against uh, Tenacious D so ooh. that's a loss uh, <laughs> and it I will be going up against no punt intended. We'll see how that works. Although you have people coming off your bike, so you never know. You never know. Yeah, but he's been, you know, terrorizing the league. He's been putting up some pretty big numbers. You're going to need all the help you can get, buddy. You better hope you set that line up right. Morning After with Nick yeah. and Big J. Yeah. There's your recap for week number seven. We're going to do some bad impressions next on The x Round.
1: After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And Thursday of next week. Man, we got a great show. Hailstorm coming to town, Rival Sons, Item A at the Rev Center in Garden City. We'll get you set up with tickets if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning.
0: 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you would like to play bad impressions. It works like this. Big j has got three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out that famous person in three clues or less, then you are going to go check out Hailstorm next Thursday, which is going to be a banana show. Good luck to everybody involved. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hey, man, it's my birthday. Take it easy on me. All right, Big J. Take it easy on the guy. It's his birthday.
1: It's already kind of decided. Uh, I don't know what I can do about that. But here here we go. (laughs) Uh, I played Link, the totally hot Stone Age dude from Encino Man. Uh, no i don't know that i don't think you would your son kind of young for that yeah. george of the jungle dudley do right blast from the past and chaz from airheads i was killing it in the 90s no, i
0: don't know uh, something more nice. modern BJ. Yeah, for yeah, god's sake help him out
1: i help bring back scary-ish movies back into the fold as rick o'connell from the mummy movies the Mummy franchise. Yeah, dude, he yeah, got there you it. Go. Okay. He got it. There go. Good
0: job, my friend. Now
1: you know the entire history of Brandon Fraser.
0: Happy birthday. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Hailstorm Rival Sons tickets. That'll be a show you'll have a good time at. Uh, Big J, why is Brandon Fraser in the news?
1: Uh, he has been, he's still an actor, by the way, and he's been in stuff here and there, and he has uh, been cast as the villain in Batgirl, which is a uh, movie that will be happening on HBO Max.
0: My dear God. What is the character? Do we know?
1: Uh, as according to uh, details
0: here, he will play Firefly. There you go. That's what's going on. Did uh, are you pull, are you on his IMDb? Because I cannot remember the name of the Steven Soderbergh movie that he uh, just did. That was also on HBO Max. That he was in with the uh, cast of characters David Harbour and a bunch of stuff that was set back. Matt Damon was in it. It was set in like the 1930s. Uh, he plays a bad guy in that as well, kind of like a uh, a mob concierge, if you will.
1: Yeah, uh, was he is a bad guy?
0: Uh, he was all right. I mean, you know, he doesn't do a whole lot of bad guy stuff. He's more like the intimidating bad guy, like the big, tough kind of bad guy, because uh, you know he he now no plays moves. that's it. Uh, so, uh, it's actually pretty good and he is good in it. So I'm glad to see Brandon Fraser get work. Uh, I always remember that video that maybe it was like two or three months ago where he was doing press for that movie and somebody talked to him about how, like, how everybody's rooting for him and he started to cry. He was getting all emotional Yeah,
1: because if you, you look at him and you look at him how he looks in some pictures right now and who wouldn't want that extra self-esteem from somebody
0: caring about you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, plus, you know, he has- Because he looks terrible. Oh, that's not very nice. Number I know. Number one- He's been he came out dealing with mental health issues. And then he talked about how, you know, early on in his career in Hollywood, uh, he was sexually assaulted. And that led to him getting blacklisted into a lot of mental health issues. Uh, but Big J thinks he looks fat. So there's that. Morning After with Nick. Just
1: looks disproportionate. And I mean,
0: it was- Big J, there's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <coughs> That is Fuzzy, that is Sane here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J in a world that feels like it's insane sometimes. We had to get serious today, unfortunately. Talk about the events that took place at the Boise Town Square Mall yesterday. And uh, we appreciate the text messages that came in in support of our, we tried to take it as human as we possibly could and at least uh, thank the first responders the police officers, the men and women that were working at the mall that helped escort people that were there to safety and put their own safety at risk in order to do that is how you would hope people react in a situation like that. Nobody wants to be in it but uh, you know, protecting other people and making sure as many people were as safe as possible is how you want others to be in that situation and they uh, did above and beyond their call of duty when you're, you know, nobody's expecting that when you're working at Hot Topic in the Mall. You know what I'm telling you? Yeah. So uh, thank you to all those that did that yesterday. And of course, still waiting on some additional information that came out about the actual events. That may take a bit before we get it, but at least... You know, hopefully we helped you get some actual information. And again, trust that as opposed to a social media post that's being shared. Facts above all else is really the way we want to go in this particular situation. We also had a chance to give away some money. Somebody took the $50 and ran today, and that's okay. We want you to walk away with some money, uh, courtesy of the X Double Dare. That'll happen again at 1230 and at 530 today with Jason Drew and Adam. Please get a chance to do that. Gave away some Hailstorm tickets. That will continue tomorrow. Big J picked a horror movie for you to watch it review for streaming dumb ass. you yeah. get a review of that tomorrow. What's it called? Uh, I do not remember. All I can think about is Pilgrim because that's the one we talked about the most. I'll just watch that. <laughs> but uh, Big J, that leaves you with the floor.
1: Uh, according to a poll here, 21% of adults pretend not to be home on Halloween so they don't have
0: to give out candy. See, that's evil to me. I don't like that. Turn off the lights. Now, I will admit to... When you run out of candy. Right. Then you turn off the light, and you do you, because there's nothing more you can do. But uh, the other thing that I used to do, too, when we had a dog that barked all the time every time the doorbell rang, was we would just leave the, the, the bowl out there and say, Hey, listen, don't knock. We got a dog that goes crazy. Yeah. Enjoy the candy. But never did I pretend to not be home. That seems cruel and unusual. Well, you're not the 21%. Neither am I. Uh, fantastic. Even when you were single, Big Jay, you pull that move? uh yeah i was i was probably out partying i was not at home so <laughs> so if you the door wasn't was not it was legitimate yeah it was legitimately not home that makes sense next set of x-rock brought to you by team mazda if you need a car loan do-over check out the go go team and the i pre-check button there at the website everything you need to get started is at goteammazda.com jason drew's up next we shall see you tomorrow have a good one at cx rock